Salutations and shit, guys. Welcome to another episode of Travel and Shit. I am your host, D. Carrie, and um, you're listening to your new favorite travel podcast where I discuss more of the what was experienced from travel versus the uh, destination of travel because travel is more than vacation. Um, let's roll right into announcements because I have some shit to tell y'all. A little excited about this. There is now a uh, travel and shit merch available. If you're watching on the YouTubes, uh, you may have seen that I've been wearing travel and shit um, tees. It's a thing. It's a thing now. So if you so happen to be uh, interested, head over to travelandshippodcast.com and just click on the shop tab and you can purchase a t-shirt. Um, the beautiful thing about the internet now is that there are so many ways to do so many things and you don't have to just order a black or a white tee. You can order them in a ton of different colors. Um, it's different options, guys, tons of sizes, Mugs, uh, what else are there? What else is there? I got mugs, totes, phone cases, mostly because I want a phone case because I have like a makeshift one. I basically printed something and cut it out, but I'm a crafter, if you will. Very big on the DIYs. Um, so mugs, magnets, probably stickers at some point. Um, just, you know, tchotchkes, little shit but mostly teach oh socks i can't wait till the socks come in i really want to see what the crew socks look like um i'm still waiting on um a couple of the things that i wanted to try out to come in so um excited for um being able to share in that with you guys so if you are interested in purchasing some travel and shit merch just head over to travel and shit podcast.com and you can click on the shop tab um, next, it happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month, and oddly enough, this has been uh, quite a mentally trying month for a lot of us, just because of us essentially across the country and still in a lot of countries around the world being um, relegated to staying in our homes should we be fortunate enough to... Um, have a job that allows us to stay home. Some of us have lost employment. Some of us have been furloughed and a lot of different things in between. So uh, COVID, the corona, the rona, however you'd like to refer to it, is definitely taking its toll on many of us. For me personally, I um, take refuge in just doing little things around my house. And I happen to be that plant friend. As you can see... If you, um, again, watch on the YouTubes, I have been sitting in the same spot in my house and I have some extra little green babies here. I just purchased these from jordansjungle.net and I came across them on Instagram. I'd seen, um, you know, a link with a code, checked it out. Prices are incredible. Bought them. And oddly enough, if you've been following me on Instagram, underscore D carry. I ended up with a stowaway. I, I had a little frog ship with my plants. I think I was actually opening this uh, rubber tree up, but I was taking it out of the packaging and there was this tiny little frog in there and I had to activate my inner child because, oh, I don't want to touch, you know, bugs and things and whatever. But I used to catch frogs when I was a kid. So I had to just kind of turn the adults off and just grab it like you can wash your hands if you can touch a doorknob during corona times you can grab a frog right you will be okay so anyway i um had him in and i reached out to the good folks over at jordan's jungle and was asking them about the frog as well as um an affiliate code because a lot of you guys had some interest in um doing plants in your own home because plants as many of us know Give us extra oxygen. We exhale carbon dioxide. Is it carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide? I think it's CO2, carbon dioxide. But 
we exhale, plants take that shit and generate oxygen with it. So we exhale carbon dioxide, the plants take in carbon dioxide and turn it into fucking oxygen, which we intake if you, for some reason, were confused about that part. Um, so plants in a home are a wonderful asset because they help clean the air. And me personally, especially as someone that lives alone, I just like having other living things in my apartment. Uh, the pup is down on the floor. I don't even want to say her name so she doesn't get excited and try to jump on the couch right now or jump in the chair with me. But good folks over at Georgia's Jungle um, have agreed to giving some gift cards. So if you would like to help ease your mind and add some life to your home, and if you would like to enter to win a gift card to purchase some beautiful plants to have in your home. Oh, so this didn't come from Jordan Jungle. I'm referencing a larger um, small tree I have in my apartment right now. And uh, that's not from Jordan Jungle. They will not ship uh, plants planted in anything larger than a six inch uh, planter, just as a heads up. But all of these are incredible sizes and these were only their four inch planters. So as you can imagine, something in a six inch planter is still going to be larger than these here. So it's not like you're getting something the size of your iPhone. You know, there are some smaller ones, I think it's the Pepperonia or something like that, but there are smaller ones that even though they do come in a four inch pot, aren't as uh, large as some of these other ones. And again, that's if you can see on the YouTube, I'm actually pointing to some of the um, plants, but giveaway. I have a mailing list now, so you can head over to my um, link in my bio, underscore dcarry, or travel and shit on uh, the Instagrams, or again on the website, and you can sign up for the, um, did I say newsletter, email list? Essentially, you're signing up for the newsletter, and um, this will give you the opportunity to win a gift card from Jordan's Jungle and if you sign up and you for some reason just can't wait and you'd love to get your hands on some plants I have a really great discount code for you guys it's 15% off any of your purchases from Jordan's Jungle and you can definitely check out the link in my bio for a really quick um, way to get to the discount code it's 15% off and so two things from Jordan's Jungle you've got 15% off if you head over to the link in my Instagram. There's a link tree there and first one there will take you to Jordan's Jungle for your 15% off. It's automatically applied to your cart. And also if you would like the chance to win a gift card for some goodies, beautiful lush babies from Jordan's Jungle, definitely sign up for my email list so that you can uh, be entered. So that's exciting. And I'm just, you know, excited about the merch. So as a really just, hey, it's here. How about I give, I will send the first five people a free t-shirt. Um, if you guys share on your social I would say Instagram because that's just easier for me to keep track of. Just share something about travel and shit that you like. Rocket science, right? Put it in your stories. If you got an aesthetic, if you have an aesthetic that you're keeping, add the shit to your stories. It'll be gone in a day. Um, but make sure you tag me. And if you uh, put it in your feed, uh, make sure you tag me there. But for now, let's just do it for a week. So when this will start on Thursday and when the when you go when you guys hear the episode, if you listen to it on the day it drops and it'll continue to the following Thursday. So um, by the following Thursday, I will let you know if you got a T-shirt and um, just send me your address and um, I'll ship it out to you. So no biggie. It's a little uh, fun little gem I'll throw in there for you guys. So, um, merch, uh, Jordan Jungle, 15% discount, link in bio, or sign up for the newsletter for you guys to get a chance to win a gift card from them. And also, if you're listening, I would really appreciate if you guys would take my listener survey. This way I can get a feel for what it is you guys are interested in, something about you all, so that I can continue to give you guys, um, content that you enjoy. 
as well as, um, you know, just getting to know you better and getting to know what my, the demographic of my audience is. So that's out of the way. Thanks for following along. This week, some of y'all really love these introspection um, episodes, and I'm quite excited about that because I'm glad that you guys like when I talk about what's going on in my head. There's always something going on in my head. I'm one of those people that is constantly thinking about things, and I tend to overthink things. But one thing that gave me a little bit of, I don't want to say peace, but grounded me a little bit over the past week. If you've noticed on my Instagram, I've been sharing some of the souvenirs that I've picked up from my different travels along the way. Um, I showed you guys a spot on the bookcase that's over here where I have a bunch of the little trinkets. I've got um, like a brass, I guess it's brass. I don't know what the fuck it's made of. It's a like a brass camel. I've got this tiny little elephant and what's cute about the elephant is that there, I, I don't remember if we both, I got one for me, my mom, and my grandma. Or I ended up getting the big one. I think I got that one in Thailand. There's a big elephant and a little elephant. I think that's how it went. Or it's, I don't know. But it's my mom and I have matching elephants. She's got the mommy elephant. I've got the baby elephant. But there's also a wooden elephant that I got in Bali. And I know that myself, my grandma, and my mom... My mom's grand, my mother's mother, the three of us have um, the matching elephant um, because my grandma loves elephants. She's got, I got like 20 plants in my house. She's got like 20,000 elephants in her house. It's her thing. And I know she ain't the older, the only older black woman that got a shit ton of elephants in her house. I guess it's a thing that um, many of them do. But um, yeah, she loves her elephants. So we buy your elephants. What else? I've got um, a mini Buddha from Thailand. I've got a glass seal from Peru. And that one was fun. And I got the seal because I did swimming with the sea lions. Sea lions, it's the same thing to me. I'm from Queens. It ain't like it comes natural to the habitat where I would look at them and know the difference. So forgive me if you happen to know what the difference is. You know what I mean? But I swam with the uh, sea lions in Peru. And it was cold stuff. And I ended up getting pretty sick afterwards because when you think about it, I kept swallowing seawater full of sea lion excrement. Good fucking times, yeah? The things you do for travel experiences. But the adrenaline, thankfully, didn't even have any of that in my mind. I just knew that I jumped off of a boat into the ocean near some random island. Mind you, we took a boat like an hour from the regular shore to, you know, through a bunch of different areas. There's video on my Instagram if you'd like to see uh, me swimming with sea lions. And not, like, at a zoo. These are sea lions in the the ocean. Like, I don't, wild sea lions, if you will. Um, but what's cool is, like, I put on the, it's not cool. But I put on the life preserver incorrectly. So I put it on, but there are these straps which are supposed to step through. And being that I am so small, like it, like the the vest was like up by my neck. So it wasn't really doing a great job of keeping me afloat, if you will. So it wasn't giving me as much help as I needed. But um, yeah, so the guy that was like the instructor or the leader of the thing, he kind of like dragged me by the life vest, which sounds ridiculous, but in hindsight, I'm glad that he did because it allowed me to enjoy the experience a little more without worrying about trying to swim. Because it was very difficult for me to swim because of the way the jacket was moving my body. Anyway, what else I have over there? Um, there's a little elephant. It's a wooden elephant. And for the life of me, I cannot remember where I got the shit from. I don't know. And... Then there's a snail shell, which means so much to me because in Colombia, after going to the, um, I almost said the volcano in Costa Rica, um, there's a mud volcano in Colombia and you go, they, the one where they did the massage. So check out that happy ending episode if you'd like to uh, dabble in that. 
that was, it was a time. It was a time. So, um, yeah. Happy endings in a public mud volcano. Um, but did, look, my dad started watching these and listening to the podcast, so I won't go into it now, but you can hop back to that episode for the deets. There's that on that. Um, but this little boy, after, like, after you leave the volcano, you go into this, like, they have it sectioned off, but you can see how expansive it actually goes. It's part of, I want to say, a river or something. And you just go there and locals are dumping buckets of water on you to help you wash off all the mud. And then you kind of just get some time to just chill and relax in the water, enjoy the scenery. And I think there's like, you know, other people and whatever. So there were some kids in there and one little boy was just doing his own thing. And so he swam up to me and he was just kind of looking at me. And he couldn't have been older than like eight, ten or something like that. And so he swam up and he's kind of just, you know, looking at me. And I think he's just like hola or like hi or whatever or I don't even remember if the little kid fucking spoke it was just like but he was just you know curious I guess and so he comes up and he just hands me the little the shell and it was just you know it was little I love kids you know what I mean so a kid gives you something and all of a sudden it means it's you know like an empty Twizzler wrapper but the cute kid that just was like so enamored with you and just couldn't stop staring at you, gave it to you and just like wanted to be friends or something. I don't fucking know. It was the sweetest thing. And so the fucking snail shell means the world to me. I love that little snail shell. So I'm excited about that. And in contrast, the, um, the damn wooden turtle, which is beautiful, I for the life of me can't remember where I got it from. So I say all that to say is things are things. It's not exactly the thing that you get. It's the experience that goes behind it. So I did all that talk about the glass sea, the sea lion. I'm about to call it a seal again. The glass sea lion because the memory of what it was, of the reason that I got it is because of what it represents. And there's so much more to it than just the little trinket. It's the experience that I had while I was out there. I also happen to collect rocks. I've got a bowl of rocks here. And um, if you're watching the tubes, I'm showing you that I got this bowl from the Beyond Roots Cuba experience that I did in Cuba. So when I tell you I had, that was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Um, so I walked maybe two miles to get to from where I was staying to a central location in um I want to say it was Havana but not like down like not old Havana it was like you know a little more yeah it had to be I was in Havana at that point but ended up walking to some um cafe and was not sure where I was going, not sure if I was in the right place, you know, saw some other black people, but Cuba's full of black people, so you just kind of look at them like, mm, yeah, she looks American, touristy things, maybe this is the place. You go to it, start speaking, host comes in, we all start talking, click, everybody clicks. Turns out it's three other women from New York, they all from Brooklyn. Um, I want to say that the majority of them were transplants to um, New York. I feel like they lived in other states and then moved to um, New York, but still follow each other on the grams, check in with each other here and there. It's always a pleasure to see that they're doing well. And when I tell you I had the most incredible black ass, blackity good time, we learned so much about um, for Cuban religions, um, particularly Santeria, and um, it was such, I don't want to just say like an educational experience, because we learned a lot, but just being able to talk with a bunch of locals who were our age, who were creatives, professionals, um, working and finding like a way to express themselves and do things that they enjoyed doing 
in a professional way, the same way like we hustling back here in the States, like we have full-time jobs. Like you've got some of them, I think were teachers or writers for certain publications, or I don't remember what all of them did. Cause we ended up meeting a bunch of them after, you know, um, part of the experience. Like they're, they're I don't want to give it away because there's, uh, certain parts of it were surprises, which were really cool. But we started meeting more of them and it was so incredible to see like they have regular full-time jobs like we do and then they do these things that they're passionate about teaching people about their culture about their religion about their communities the same way many of us do back at home so for me that was so bomb so so bomb and i loved it i had a great experience and i bought this bowl and I don't know what the hell I thought I was going to do with the bowl, but sometimes you buy things, you know, you have no business buying and it ended up being home to a bunch of my rocks. So I collect rocks. It is what it is. Right. And my mom, I basically normalize this for me because she also collects rocks. She has a, a bunch of rocks from different places in the world, in the home. And I know in particular, she was very fond of some of the rocks. I don't know what country they were from. I know it's someplace in Africa. One of her students, um, my mom used to be a teacher. Uh, the parents of one of her students uh, went back home, came back and bought her some rocks. And they're actually really nice rocks. Like they're not just, well, this is actually a nice rock too. I personally think because it's kind of, if you ask me, shaped like a tool of some sort, just because it's got these indents here. Um, then I just pick a lot of these shits up along the way when I'm going different places, just, you know, because at the moment it gives me a way to like, in my mind, all the rocks tell a story just because they've been there for so long before we were. And it's kind of like the, you know, the fly on the wall kind of thing. Like if, the flies on the wall could talk. This is a really cool one. I like this one. Like if the flies on the wall could talk, like if the rocks could talk and tell the stories of the people that, you know, were just around and in the spaces that they were in. So for me, I like rocks. I tend to collect rocks. I don't know what the composition of these shits are. That doesn't matter. The science of them doesn't matter. For me, it's the sentiment that they're from all over the world and they hold a ton of different stories from a ton of different existences, but they ended up with me and I've been able to bring them back in a little piece of whatever part of the world I happened to have picked it up in. So for me, rocks are fun. I enjoy the shits. However, I can't tell you where I got most of them from. They're just, I just know rocks from around the world, generally from a beach or um, someplace where there's some kind of water, or I'm hiking or going for a walk. I'm not going to pick up a rock in a city. I'm going to be doing something outdoorsy. And as you can see by the number of rocks I have, I do a ton of shit outdoors. Sometimes I pick up more than one rock from one area. Um, I know when I did the hike um, with Serena, hey boo, in Alberta, we did a lot of different areas. Um, in the one trip, like we were in British Columbia, we were in Alberta, we were in Banff, we were in, Banff is in Alberta, but we did, um, was it, I want to say, is it Yoho or Yolo? Like we did Yoho National Park there. I think we ended up actually crossing into a third territory. We did a lot of different territories in um, Canada. Um, we did a lot of driving. Um, so that's that. Oh, this is fun this little piece here. So it is a starfish. I guess it's made of limestone. I really don't know. I know the shit leaves a lot of little crumbs, if that makes sense. So I, first of all, I don't do the domestics. I hate cleaning. Dusting is one of the things that I hate the absolute most because for the life of me, I can dust, turn around to pick something up and then there's dust again. I, I don't enjoy it. So it's kind of like, do I sweep and mop the floors just so that I don't spin and get more dust on it. Yeah, I just, I hate cleaning. Anyway, this, if you will, take a spin back to, you know, I'm going to look it up 
for y'all and tell you what episode the shit was. Because this was a gift. It was a birthday gift, actually. A pleasure to meet you gift from the young man that earmuffs. Daddy, especially. My earmuffs. The worst sex of my life. I mean, it was absolutely freaking terrible. It's so bad. But he was nice. It was fun for what it was. But anyway, this... Where's... uh? Okay, here we go. Episode description. So we're going to scroll because this shit was two years ago or so. I think that it's episode four. Vacation sex and travel as an escape. So there you have it. Go back to that. But this was one of the um, things that he gave me. Uh, he gave me something else. Oh, I have like this really... Um, oh, I didn't post that yet. I'll post that. But there's this really beautiful um, dancer figurine. I, it's wooden. Mom has a matching one because both dance. we dancers. Um, I've got... I'm just looking at so many of the things around the house. But this will always be a fun one. This little starfish. Because it reminds me that... Um, uh, not all that glitters is gold. Not all that glitters is gold, folks. So I've got that. A bunch of little things around the crib. And essentially, in a nutshell, all of these things remind me that even though I'm stuck in the house, I'm also stuck in my own head. Like, I'm stuck with myself. And I happened to have been on all of those trips I went on. And you don't go on the trips necessarily well for me I don't necessarily go on the trips to come back with stuff I go on the trips to come back with experiences I go on the trips and come back a little bit different each time and like I was saying sometimes you don't even remember where you got the stuff or why you thought it was important at the time I bought tons of stuff that I swore I was going to use and then never used. I have a hoodie that I got from, because I was trying to remember, what the fuck did I buy in Costa Rica? Because Costa Rica just seems to be one of the places where there's incredible small things that I remember. And then I'm like, but I was there for like a week. How is, how is there not more for me to remember? I bought like a sweater that I've never worn. I know I have, I bought a Christmas ornament. That's another one of the things that I collect when I go around. Not only do I collect rocks and, you know, an occasional figurine, if you will. I also collect, um, not collect, but I try to buy, if it speaks to me, a Christmas ornament. Because if I put up a tree, it's a really fun way to reflect back on where I've been for that year in particular. And then especially where I've been over the course of time. So I don't like taking down Christmas decorations. So it takes, I got to really get into the Christmas spirit. So what I was saying is I tend to buy things sometimes that I never even use. Um, but Christmas ornaments are a really fun way of remembering the places that I have been in the past year and then where I've been, um, you know, years prior. But I'm one of those people that has to be in the Christmas spirit early enough for me to feel the desire to put up a tree just to take it down like in two weeks like I'm not doing all that all that being said I enjoy picking up a ornament if it speaks loud enough to me while I'm abroad like I don't necessarily search them out if you will but um you definitely don't want to think about the things and accumulate things just because you feel like you need things to remember where you're going because I promise you you can look at something that you've got to remind you of a time and have no idea where you got the thing. So focus on the memories because the memories are actually going to be what you hold on to and what you actually cherish. Not to say that these things won't ever mean anything to you because a lot of the little pieces that I have do mean a lot to me. But I've got a beautiful vase up here that for the life of me, I'm not really sure where I got it. I paid for it in euros, so I'm assuming I got it in Spain. But it could be anywhere in Europe. I don't know. And it's not actually a vase. It's a piggy bank. But it's a very ornate and adult 
piggy bank, if you will. There's no way to pull the shit out afterwards. So basically, you're just going to destroy it, which I would never do. Um, so I would definitely say don't focus on making the thing remind you of your trip or your experience. Like, take a moment to stop and appreciate the moment while you're in it for what it is and try to like burn that visual in your mind. I will never forget that I had a very conscious effort of searing a memory into my mind. And for the life of me, I can't necessarily remember the exact visual, but I very strongly remember the feeling that I had while I was there. And it was the first time in Costa Rica. I'd gone to Tuubari and I had an incredible driver and he picked me up from where I was staying, took me to uh, essentially this amuse- uh, like an amusement park, if you will, but not amusement park in the sense of rides and stuff. But there's a ton of different things that you can do. Um, I chose to do zip lining, horseback riding, and a nature walk. And it came with a meal. Incredible fucking day. And what was incredible, even what made it even more incredible for me, was it was just me on this trip. Driver came and picked up solamente, only me, and he drove me all the way to the spot. I ended up doing the zip lining by myself. And it's not just like you just go to a zip line and you zip. You have to like get to the different zip lines. There was like um, a suspension bridge that I got to walk across. Um, there was a, a tram that took us from one park. Of, and, it, and mind you, the park is a national park. It's a jungle, y'all. So we're in the tram and the dude is pointing out the, um, I want to say they were alligators or they could have been crocodiles. I can, I understand the difference between an alligator and crocodile. I just don't know what they had there, but we're looking down at all of them. Like some of them sitting on the mud, some of them moving into the river and all that was great. And then like, I want to say that it's the tallest zip line in this hemisphere of the world or some shit like that. I don't fucking remember. I just know I was above the fucking trees in a jungle zooming across the shit at who knows how many miles an hour. And it was insane. And I loved the shit. And I was terrified of like the first one, the low one, right? But once you get past that one, like once you do it, that rush, it was incredible. It was, oh, crap boobs. It was so exhilarating and I know how scared I was and it's just like a little baby one but then it's just like after you get past the fear of doing that you're less afraid to do something even higher which is like a mind fuck it's just like so I was scared to do this and now I'm afraid to do this but I'm not as afraid to do this as I was to do something that was even lower and that's because it was new to you so I will also remind you when you're traveling when that happens again two parts here Be open to new experiences. Do not uh, relegate yourself to doing the things that you know. Don't keep yourself in the same um, routines that you have at home where they permit that you can, you know, do them safely. Try new foods, try new experiences, try new um, approaches to talking to people. At home, I'm not a, hey, how are you? My name is Dee. But when I'm traveling, if we're stuck next to each other on the tour bus, I'll generally speak if you look friendly enough. I'm not going to start, hi, I'm Dee. What's your name? Let's be friends. But, you know, you mention something, you know, pick up somebody, pick up where somebody puts it down. If somebody uh, mentions some shit about, you know, the food here, blah, blah, blah. Have you had that before? Uh, How long have you been here? Where did you find really good food? What area are you staying in? Do you know any bars in the area that, you know... This way, if you're not, if you're traveling solo, me, if I do make friends, now I have somebody that I can go out and uh, share nightlife experiences with if for some reason that's a thing. So that's that part. Second part to it is just because you're home doesn't mean that you have to keep your home routine. Try new shit at every opportunity that you can. If you said that you were going to decide to, you know, try a new hobby or if you said that 
you were going to reach out to someone in particular, if there's something you wanted to start, something you wanted to finish, something you wanted to revisit. Not all of us have the free time, but many of us have the downtime. A lot of us are homeschooling kids. A lot of us are still working from home. And a lot of us are just dealing with a lot more stress that we may not have normally had that we may not have normally had to deal with had we been leaving our homes and going to work. So in that case, you don't necessarily have the free time, but if you're an essential worker and you still have to commute to work, your commute hopefully is a little bit smoother just because there aren't as many people on the roads and the kids aren't in school right now. So in the time that you are able to find that you don't have to you know, uh, spend more time on the train or if you don't have to spend more time or like, you know, in traffic or whatever, find what's changed and see how you can adapt that to benefit you in a way that it wouldn't have been able to had you um, had the same routines. So I definitely encourage everybody to try to find a way to still incorporate doing new things for you. So I will be candid, a little transparency here, reaching out to do the giveaway was me trying new things. I am a storyteller. I can tell a million different stories in my mind. I can tell if somebody says, all right, boom, if X person tells me they're going to call me at eight o'clock and 830 comes around. By that point, I'm probably just remembering that somebody was supposed to call me. But then I'm like, oh, this, 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 that, or this happened. And that's why they didn't call me. Mind you, none of that shit happened. I'm just telling myself a story to fill in the space, to to give it an explanation. So I tend to give myself a no before somebody else gives me a no. So I'm that friend that's always going to hype my homies up, be like, don't worry about it. Just try it. What's the big deal? But then I don't take the advice myself. So for me, trying something new, even though I'm home and not traveling, was reaching out and saying, hey, I can bring value. Here it is. Let's see if we can work together. And surprise, it fucking worked. Here we are. So there's that on that. Use me as an example if you must. Try something new, even while you're home. And I will spin the whole uh, feel, if you will, that I gave you about not having to buy everything and counter you with a little bit of hypocrisy and say, if you really, really want it, though, buy the shit. Because regret does exist. There are two things that I particularly particularly regret not buying. First, my mom and I went to St. Bart's. Um, I took her to St. Martin for her birthday. And we ended up taking a ferry to St. Bart's for the day. And St. Bart's has a ton of shops. It's just some... It just feels like... Actually, it kind of feels like Sag Harbor. A little bit, but a little fancier in some aspects. Tons of shops. Tons of shops. I felt like all we did was shop while we were there. Shop, went to the beach. That's it. One of the shops we went into, I fell in love with a pocketbook. Beautiful, rich purple, butter soft leather. And it was um, a bucket bag with like a drawstring top. And it was a uh, crossbody. Love the shit. My mom offered to buy it for me. And I told her no, because I felt uh, there's no way I could let her buy me something on her birthday. It just didn't sit well with me. And the shit was wild expensive. My mom never buys expensive things. That's not her thing. I don't really buy expensive things too tough, but it's just me. I don't have any kids. I don't have a mortgage to pay. YOLO, fuck it. If I really, really want something, I would buy it myself. But I didn't have the funds to pay for it because, you know, paid for a good portion of the trip. So it was kind of like, you know, the number, if that had been something else, maybe. But you know what I regret? Not asking the salesperson what the price actually was. Because just because the price was listed as one thing, boutiques and shops are having sales all the time. 
if somebody sees that you're interested in it, especially if they own the shop or if they have some type of, you know, leverage over pricing, I could have gotten a really great deal. So I regret not even asking about the price of the bag. And low key, I regret not letting my mom buy the bag. But my, don't feel bad. Um, second thing I regret, Thailand. Ooh, the plug for all the inexpensive stuff. Won't say cheap, inexpensive, because a lot of good quality shit out there just ain't going to cost you as much. I did not buy myself a silk robe, and I really, really wanted one. Bought everybody else some silk shit. I didn't buy a silk robe, and I knew that I wanted one, but I'd spent so much on gifts for other people that I ended up not getting that for myself. And I low-key regret not just splurging and spending the extra money and just, like, getting one anyway. But what I did buy was jewelry. And until that point, I'd never really owned nice, nice jewelry. Like, I'd never purchased myself anything other than costume jewelry. Forever 21, H&M, Claire's. What's the other place? Charlotte, uh, I'm about to say Rouse. Charlotte Roos. Some of y'all remember that shit. Um, hell, Aldo and Steve Madden occasionally. I don't know if Steve Madden always sold, ever sold jewelry, but they occasionally have accessories, but we know Aldo did. Anyway, cheap shit. So I need nice pair of earrings, maybe a necklace, a occasional bracelet here or there, some shit to set your outfit off. Not a big deal. Women, we got it easy. We can do that. Don't get carried away, dudes. But what I did buy in Thailand was jewelry. I... As any self-respecting woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, if you didn't know, now you know, need a good set of pearls. So I bought myself a pair of pearls, a string of pearls, not a pair of pearls. I also bought some pearl earrings, but I bought those in Doha. Um, that was fun. I also bought some rings in Doha that were supposed to have diamonds in them. Flex. Let's not get carried away. But homie said they were real. Who am I to judge? Um, I don't know no better. Beautiful um, rings, but they ended up turning. But anyway, in Thailand, I bought myself a string of pearls. I have a beautiful pearl necklace. I had the pearl earrings from uh, Doha. And I bought myself this ring with my birthstone, conveniently on my middle finger. If you're watching the tubes, you can see that. Uh, and I ended up buying, it came, I didn't, it didn't come with, I bought matching earrings like teardrop earrings to match the design of the ring fucking lost one realized it when i got to work but hurt so so hurt they were expensive and it was my first real pair of nice shit so another thing you could lose things they could what if your luggage gets lost what if it breaks while you're you know traveling back home things are things you know what i mean your memories mean more uh, this ring I bought this the bar I bought in Alberta. I just really thought it was pretty. Also bought this necklace in Alberta. In Alberta, I bought the. I remember buying this. Um, Emerald Lake was a really, really. I guess you could say soothing space for me. I don't know what it was about being there, but there was a certain area like we had to climb up to where you could overlook the lake. And for me, it was just like, I kind of felt like I was stuck, but like in a good place. You know what I mean? It, it was just one of those really comforting, beautiful feelings that I'll, again, never forget traveling. And because being in that space meant so much to me, I, I definitely, I saw this, um, necklace and I purchased that there I don't remember what the stone was old girl at the shop told me what it was I don't know these earrings I bought in Bali I was sitting I want to say first or second night um at the shop that there's like a little um cafe or something it was actually really cute food was pretty good too cafe there and I saw the earrings and so I bought these bad boys love them and to my little bracelets, this black one here, I got this in Colombia in um, Palenque. Then this one, Sarita bought me in uh, Alberta. 
the um I never this one stone, the purple stone. I don't know why I always forget its name and I know what the name is. That's why it's frustrating because I know the name, but the bracelet. It's like a traveler's stone. So it's one of my favorite stones and I love it. Um and these two, and I particularly wanted to mention the bracelets because I'm one of those aunties where I may not be able to make all of your, you know, milestone events and the things that you do, but my baby girl, Lucy, is um, my best friend Dunlop's daughter, and she made me this bracelet on um, one of the visits that I made out to them, and so one day when she's old enough to listen back to the podcast that, you know, Miss Dana did. She can hear that I was talking about her and the bracelets that I still love to this day. So she made this one for me and she bought this one for me on her last vacation. So, yeah. But babies, buy your, um, buy your auntie's gifts. So that's a ton of the things that, you know, have little memories for me. And Thailand is definitely one of those places that I know one of my old co-workers, he would go every year and get like four custom suits made because the tailors and the seamstresses out there are insane. But you go out there and you spend, you know, $150, $300 on a fully custom suit, like cut perfectly to fit you incredibly. You got to have a little, you have to have enough time to get them made while you're out there. So if you only have a week, that's got to be the first thing that you do. And you have to make sure that, you know, you are able to make your fittings and that it can be done in enough time for you. So that's something to note. But if you're in Thailand, so many things are very inexpensive out there. The um, massages, I spent an entire day in the spa, like eight hours. I did like, I think, a two hour body massage into like an hour foot massage, manicure, pedicure, into the facial. I was there for the day and I spent less than a hundred dollars and that was with a healthy tip. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just less expensive. So I also tend to oh I remembered that I didn't finish because I am who I am, and that's why you're here. I'm not even really going to apologize for forgetting the train of thought, rabbit holes. I fell down, but I picked it up, and I remembered. I was supposed to tell you about one of the second times that I had to emblazon in my mind, and that line always tickles me because I always think of Mariah Carey, my all, when she's singing Memories Emblazoned in my uh, in my mind, and I am feel so lost, and I distant thought that I'm wishing on tonight some shit like that but mm, Butterfly that album girl Amy love you for that one um anywho not Thailand but the second memory that I particularly remember saying I am trying to sizzle this shit into my brain was in Bali so I ended up going to, I want to say, ooh, I forgot what it's called, but it's that one picture where everybody's in between those two stone walls and it looks like there's like a transparent body of, not transparent, but like a reflective body of water. And it's one of those really popular um, Bali touristy spots or whatever. And so I Googled a few things and it was just like, guys, it's a beautiful picture, but it's all smoke and mirrors and you get there and you see that none of that is what it is and you're so caught up in trying to get that picture that you see people doing on the social medias that you miss all the beauty that's surrounding it and that's one thing that bothers me about some people when they travel is that you can see people caught in that cycle of I want to do this because I've seen it be done and you're missing out on so much incredible shit happening around you the walk to get up there, insane. The views are insane. And I got to ride on the back of one of those little motorcycle little things, little um, mopeds or whatever. 
to get to the top. So you park in a lot and then you basically pay one of the guys to drive you up. And as you're going around, fam, the views are insane. And instead of taking out my phone, I just decided to enjoy it. Because I also just didn't want to drop it. I don't know this guy. I don't, he doesn't speak English. So how am I going to stop, go back my phone? You know, like it's too much. So it, it was just a really intentional moment of taking in the beauty that was around me. And when I tell you, I remember it being beautiful. Memory's not my thing. So I didn't necessarily remember what I was looking at, but I absolutely remember how I felt. And that I don't, I pray God I never forget because I can still feel how in awe I was of just like the world that I was able to see. You know what I mean? It's just so wildly incredible, guys. So be present in the experiences that you have. And also remember that you still have that capacity to be present in your current life. You don't have to just be on vacation to take in the beautiful things around you and to stop and really appreciate some things for um, what they are and not what you perceive them to be. Um, I started talking about Costa Rica, skip all the stuff that I was starting to explain. And the moment that I had to sear into my mind, there was horseback riding. I rode a horse. I'd ridden a horse quite a few times before. But this time it wasn't like with somebody holding the reins and walking as you ride. Nope. One guy's in front of you. I think there was a guy behind me. I don't know. I was on the um, the horse and we were riding through the fucking jungle. And the birds, just like the colors of the birds. It just reminded me of Toucan Sam. I don't know if it was a toucan. I actually don't think it was a toucan because somebody actually pointed out a toucan and that Bitch wasn't blue like the nigga on the Fruit Loop box. That's, they, I mean, there are birds that look like that. But I don't think it was the toucan that was at least not that time that I saw it. But again, whatever you call a bird watcher or somebody that studies birds, that ain't me. Not what my degree is in. So I ain't going to say definitively was or was not. Beautiful ass birds. Incredible scenery. I, again, for the life of me, cannot paint you a picture of what I saw, but I will never forget how much in awe I was. I, I remember that feeling of just like, you know, I've never seen anything this beautiful. And to be able to take a horseback ride through the jungle in Costa Rica and to see volcanoes and mountains and valleys in between them and just... The tops of a sea into the jump. Y'all, it was incredible. But a lot of that gets lost in you trying to capture the moment and take pictures. Be present. If you are fortunate enough to be home from work right now and you're blessed and fortunate enough to not have to worry about where your income is coming from, be present in this time. If you have to go to work, but you realize I could do this shit in sweats. Be present. Wherever it is that you are right now, take a second to be present because this is another one of those things that is obviously forever going to be in history and we're living through it right now. So it's kind of like if you were to ask if you're my age, your parents or your grandparents what the civil rights era was, depending on where in the country they lived or, you know, how old they were or how um, politically active somebody may have been, they're going to have different um, recollections of it. And they're going to have different experiences of the movement or experiences of the general tone of the um, community at that time. And that's the same thing for us right now. So take some time to be present in what it is that you're experiencing so that 10 years from now, 
you aren't trying to look at, oh, I, I've had this t-shirt for 10 years. I wonder what was going on with me the time that I first bored or some shit like that. Just take time to really be in what it is that you're in. So to wrap it up, I also collect a lot of other basic shit. I still collect magnets. I got a shit ton of fucking mugs in the cabinet. I just bought some hooks. So that's going to be another one of the projects that I do so I can hang them and maybe free up some cabinet space or at least hang a couple of them. But I love getting a nice mug from wherever because that's one of my favorite things to do um, is just wake up, take my time, make some coffee or some tea and just be. Just be present with the day and start it off that way. And if you haven't noticed and if you don't know, I collect tattoos as well. I mentioned it uh, previously and it's been so fun to look back on pictures of me from years ago and seeing like blank spots on my arm. Um, if you're not watching on YouTube, I have a half sleeve on my right arm. So I started with this tattoo right here and it says live. I got that in New Orleans when I went for Mardi Gras, stayed with my homegirl Angie, shout out to Angie. Um, that was my first tattoo. I got that, well not my first tattoo, that definitely wasn't my first tattoo. I had two tattoos prior to that. Binksy said that was the third one. Um, so that's the third, well, this was my third one. This was the first one on this arm. Then I don't know what came next, but I'm gonna just tell you where I got the ones around it. So the one next to it, ugh, let me shift. Here we go, yeah. This is the one that says live. This one is a tally mark, long story that I'm not gonna tell. Got that one in Peru. This was the creepiest fucking dude to ever give a tattoo. He was such a creep. He was weird, 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 weird. I think I talked about it. Just find the Peru episode and listen to that or DM me and I will tell you the story because I was very excited to leave. And it's, I don't know, forever emblazoned on my skin, that experience. This one, I got this in Rome. It is Arabic for create and shout out to Chanel and Lorena because I Googled using Google Translate and I low key trusted that what the symbol was meant what I wanted it to say. But my homegirls definitely came through. Um, Chanel hit up her tea guy who speaks Arabic, reads Arabic and writes Arabic and he confirmed that's what it said and low went to the corner store and asked homeboy <laughs> and he said yes that absolutely does say create i got this one if you can see it says free spirit i got that in nashville with Dell and lucy this one uh the dream catcher with the compass on the inside i got in thailand um that was, this was something else. There's a whole story. It almost didn't happen. And mm, yep, that's the thing. If you want to know more, ask, I'll let you know. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, this big tree, Seattle. This piece took about three hours. I got this in Seattle. He freehanded this. He sketched it out with some markers and then he um, then he inked over it. What else? This one I got in Bali, and I hated it at first, but it looked so much better in the drawing. But you know, it is what it is. If you can, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, try to twist around. It says grow because they all have a meaning. They they're not just empty figures. Every last one of them has a story as to what it means and represents for me. And this was the most recent one. I absolutely love it. It wasn't exactly 
exactly what I initially had in mind, but it came out so perfect. I got this one in Tel Aviv, and um, it's mountains with a little bit of uh, some trees and shit. It's night because this is moon and stars. I really wanted more craters in the moon so that it actually looked like the moon and not the sun because this doesn't necessarily have to represent stars. Long, uh, I'm rabbit holing. But yeah, so I collect tattoos and I have gotten all of these out of the country or out of the state. Um, I have other tattoos, but they were both done in New York. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to fill this whole shit up, give me a little shoulder shrug, go across the back, and then maybe go down the other side. I don't know. I would love to travel enough that I would run out of space for tattoos on my arms. Um, yeah, so I'm curious to know what you guys collect. I'm curious to know um, what type of memories you treasure and hold on dear to. Um, I could sit and talk about traveling and great memories and things that I, you know, but what would be the point of another episode, right? So wrap it up there. If you have any questions about any places that I've been or mentioned or some of the things that I picked up along the way, feel free to hit me up. Um, you can find me on Instagram at underscore D-C-A-R-R-I-E or at traveling shit. That's T-R-A-V-E-L, the letter N S H underscore t um on instagram at either account and as a reminder there's merch available if you're interested in traveling shit t-shirts um other colors are available not just black and white like you've seen me wear um you can almost order any color shirt and then the writing is either gonna be black or white um so shirts mugs crew socks tote bags um, phone cases and magnets. That's what's there for now. I feel like there's one other thing, but I don't remember. Um, so there's merch available. Just go to travelandshippodcast.com and click on the shop button. Or you can go to the link in my bio and there's a link to the site directly there as well to um, the to the to the shop. To the merch shop. Um, there is a 15% discount code for Jordan's jungle. Also, uh, in the link in my bio on Instagram for 15% off. And if you would like to win a gift card to Jordan's jungle and get you some beautiful plants, then please go right ahead and, uh, subscribe to my newsletter. That is also in the link in my bio, or you can go to travelandshippodcast.com and do that. And again, if you listen to the podcast, I would really, really appreciate you taking the listener survey. Um, oh, and then I said that if you, you know, show some love on the Instagrams, post something on your um, stories or on your, what was it, um, on your feed about, you know, why you enjoy traveling shit tag me and I will absolutely send you out some free shit t-shirt maybe a cup maybe some pens well you're absolutely gonna get a t-shirt but maybe I'll throw in um some pens and a cup or two or four I don't know I don't know but I'm looking to give some shit away because you know I got a I got a P.O. box I can drop shit off it's I'm feeling, I'm feeling good right now. You know what I mean? Get the shit while you can. So thank you for listening. I look forward to coming back and chatting with you guys next week. I absolutely look forward to having more guests. If you're interested in being a guest, I also have a potential guest survey um, on the website. You can go to, I want to say it's the contact page. But if you're interested, please, I am not a mind reader. What do you want to talk about? Everyone is worth being on to talk about travel because everyone's conversation with travel matters. However, what? why would you want to listen to you on a podcast? You know what I'm saying? Don't make me read your mind. Talk to me. 
tell me what you wanted to talk about. And I would love to talk about travel with you, but I don't want you to just come on and talk about your book. I don't want to come on and just talk about your course that you're doing. Come on, let's talk about travel. Let's engage in conversation and, um, you know, build and offer value to the listeners of Travel and Ship Podcasts, podcast, which I love and appreciate so much. Um, special hello to all your motherfuckers from out of the country. Um, I know I was looking at some things the other day, and let's shout out some of the really cool places you guys are listening from. Where was it? Oh, so the top five countries where you guys are listening, obviously the United States, but over the last seven days, it's been Ireland, Uganda, Canada, UK, and let's round out with technically number six, but can't really count US. So um, Spain, Ireland, Uganda, Uganda, Canada, UK, and Spain. Salutations. All right, y'all. So that's it for this week. Hit me up. Ask questions and all those things. Um, you know, I'm around. If you have any questions, suggestions, you can email me now at dcarry at travelandshippodcast.com. All right. There's a lot of new stuff that I dropped on y'all. I'm excited. It's a good time. I had the time. Because I, I got the time. Shit. So, all right, let me go uh, fry up these pork chops. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.